Hey, She Family, this is Trish, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pieces of She. As you all know, the She in Pieces of She stands for Shared Human Experience. This podcast was created because I simply refuse to believe that humanity is dead. Asleep, maybe, but dead? Nope. In this space, we see just how similar we really all are. We go through similar experiences, different emotions such as happiness, sadness, excitement, grief, etc. I think we all need a little reminder every now and then that people are just that, people. I hope you enjoy learning about the experiences of our next guest as we discuss topics that you might be dealing with or might have dealt with at one point in time. So let's go. Hello, She Family. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Pieces of She. Um, I have a very special guest, Gia, in the house today. I'm very excited to talk to her about her she experience and just life in general. Um, I'm having so much fun doing this podcast because um, it's restoring my faith in humanity, and I love it. So... Um, so we got my famous five, of course. Uh, Gia is from Chino Hills, California. Um, she is a millennial. Yay! <laughs> she was born in 1989. Um, she comes from a two-parent household. She has two other siblings, both sisters, and she is the baby. And her sign, she's a Pisces, y'all. So this ought to be good. Um, I love Pisces. My daughter's a Pisces, so... <laughs> Um, is there anything else about you that you think we should know? Mm-hmm. No, that's pretty much it. I think more will come out later. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, hey, let's let's jump right in. Um, one reason why I started this podcast was because um, I really got tired of the bad news. Mm -hmm. I got tired of things that I would hear or see on the news or just um, people's conversation Mm -hmm. in general. Um, And I tend to believe that the media um, has a way of shaping people's perception of, you know, the world and and how we all view it and see it. Um, So my question to you, my first question to you is, how do you feel about the media and propaganda like what's your take on it oh so i watch the news every morning okay and it's just it's it's filled with so much negativity and hate mm. and well it's of course i'm intrigued because you know i'm a human being <laughs> i love the drama right but it just kind of makes you feel like the world is ending. Like, there's no hope in the world for mm. just regular people. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, it's depressing, but I guess that's what sells. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. Um, have you been to other places in the world, other countries? I mean, is it is it this way, like, everywhere? Oh, no, no. So, I, I travel back to Taiwan once in a while. Okay. And I listen to their news, and it's, it's almost slightly boring because there's so much happy stuff. Oh, like, good. <laughs> like I'm it's, moving. Yeah, it's almost like, it's just like mundane happy stuff too that they report about. Like, oh, she's turning 98 today. Congratulations. Oh, oh this mother of two 
want to push like just happy things like that yeah. like their biggest drama i remember was um that there was like a stabbing with a pair of scissors oh my gosh which you know it's it's horrible that's horrible yeah but like ours is like there's mass shootings right theirs is like somebody got stabbed mm -hmm. and it's just a huge like difference let me ask you this i don't think that their police have guns is that true um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think their country allows guns. I think yeah. most of Asia is like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, which goes into another topic of, you know, is owning guns, is having the right to own guns good for America. Right. Yeah. I mean, I take the boring news <laughs> over this drama that we have every day. Um, so, so does the news and does the media shape the way you view the world, or are, do you find it easy to filter the bad out? Mm, I, it, it's like it stresses me out every morning, me watching it, but then yeah, I can't stop watching it because I want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it does, it, it, like with the whole Trump thing, every uh -huh. single day there's like a there is an episode about Trump, what he's doing wrong, if he's getting impeached. Right. And it's like, oh my God, like, can we just be done with this already? <laughs> like, it's like a soap opera that just never ends. Right. And it just stresses me out, like, oh, if this is our America, like, this is how our politics are, like, mm -hmm. what, what's our future gonna be like? Right. And then now, on top of that, there's all these storms everywhere, this yes. hurricane that went back in Carolina. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, we're just we're just all gonna die. Like and there's so many fires in California and that's yeah. where I'm from, so it's like it's coming from each coast. Mm. And I'm just like waiting for there to be some kind of this like horrible event here. So that is a really horrible, horrible I think way to just <laughs> start your exist. Day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like you're just waiting for the bull crap, you know? I was going to say bullshit, but I don't know. I, I, I offend some people sometimes, so I'm trying to work on my potty mouth. I'm working on it. Is it working? No. <laughs> but, um, okay, well, I, uh, I thank you for that, and, and I honestly think that a lot of people feel that way, you know, mm -hmm. like they're just waiting for something horrible to happen, like that's, that's the norm, you know, and and um, I just refuse to live like that. I, I don't want to live like that. I, mm -hmm. I, I want to see the good in people. So I just kind of took it in my own hands and said, you know what? I'm going to just ask people about good stuff about themselves, you know? Um, not that you don't have anything bad to share, but... Um, but I, we hear so much bad. Let's hear some of the good. Yeah, yeah. So, Okay. Um, that was first subject. So we're on the second subject. Um, and I wanted to ask you about uh, cultures and traditions. Um, I know you mentioned um, Taiwan. So is what is your, I guess, ethnic, ethnicity and your culture? And how does that play into um, like you living here in America with the, with the culture and the traditions that you have? Um, well, my ethnicity is um, Taiwanese. Mm -hmm. Well, my, my parents are from Taiwan and mm -hmm. my grandparents are from China. Mm. Um, 
so I live under that Chinese culture slash American culture, okay. kind of. Yeah. Um, but it's how. Well, well, it's two different, uh, like, cultures, you know yeah. what I mean? So you have, like, a, a Chinese or Taiwanese mm-hmm. uh, background, and you guys do things a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then how does that tie into you here in the U.S.? Have you kind of, like, adopted all U.S. cultures, or do you uh, still, you know, practice some of your um, other uh, traditions and things like that? I think um, I'm definitely a hybrid um, mm. I, take a, I grew up with a lot of Chinese culture, mm-hmm. so I guess internally I'm very Chinese mm-hmm. in the aspects of um, the stricter size, the stricter size side of mm-hmm. being Chinese, mm-hmm. like the don't show your emotions, gotcha. that type of side, and then I blend in with the American side by, I guess, by being more open. So I'm just. I'm halfway. Like, like in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Smack dab. I'm not fully American, but I'm not fully Chinese. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's a um, there's an acronym they call us in Taiwan. Really? Called ABCs, American Born Chinese. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Never knew that. So I'm not part of their club. <laughs> so, so is that like a bad thing? Like if somebody calls you an ABC? I think to them it is. It's really? kind of like us when we call somebody a fob, an FOB, fresh off the boat. <laughs> you never heard that? No. <laughs> I don't call anybody that. I'm okay. That's new to me. Um, so, so then people that are coming to America from mm-hmm. China yeah. or Taiwan or whatever—that's what kind of you guys call yeah, them. Call okay. Them. Okay. You can tell when they're like super. New. Yeah. Fresh <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> That's funny. Never knew that. Thanks for that information. I had no idea. Um, so then let me ask you this. Uh, is there tension at all between the FOBs and the ABCs? And the reason why I ask this question is because um, I'm African American mm-hmm. and um, a lot of African people move here mm-hmm. from Africa, and sometimes between Africans and African Americans, mm-hmm. there's a little tension. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I'm asking that question. Oh yeah, like they don't feel they feel like you've lost your culture or they disrespected your culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, there is that tension. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, when I go to Taiwan, people, I don't know how, but they can tell right off, well, I guess the same way I can tell them, right. they can tell right off the bat that I'm from America, right. and they're, they obviously try to rip me off, because it's a whole oh foreign world over there, and when yeah. they tell you're not, you're a foreigner, they're yeah. going to try to get more money off of you, there's that, but I, I guess that happens everywhere, but there is, definitely is like an uncomfortable tension, not so much a negative, but we okay. just kind of don't know how to... Connect. Yeah, connect to each other. Yeah. Do you do you speak uh, Chinese or? Uh, Indian. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only word I know is poquito, and then that's Spanish. But so tell me, what's the word again? Ethian. Ethian. Okay. And a little. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. I learned something new. Um, 
All right, so the next uh, subject we're going to talk about is God. So, <laughs> I don't know. Do you believe in God? Uh, how? What role does God play in your life? Do you, do you pray? Are you very spiritual? I, I think I'm more spiritual as in I don't believe there's like one person that came here and like, you know, had all these superpowers. I don't think that. I think the, I feel like the Bible was written to convey a story, a moral story. But back then, you know, they took, they like metaphoric, metaphorically said everything. It's not literal. But us reading it today, we're like, oh, the bush was on fire. No, was it really though? I don't think so. Right. But it represents something. And I feel mm. like I, I can't be a part of one religion because that I don't agree with all of it. Gotcha. So I feel like I'm more spiritual. I believe there are something more than us. I, feel, I believe in karma for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I believe in past lives. Mm -hmm. But like a god, probably not. What do you believe? What do you believe happens when we die this life? Oh, I, I do believe in past lives. I don't know what happens in between for me getting to my past life, if there's like a limbo or not. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that we reincarnate mm -hmm. something else. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So then, so then, if you live like a good life mm -hmm. here then your next life is going to be good. But if you were like a bad person, then what? You're going to come back as like like a damn uh, like, so my, a pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> what? So like my belief is that, <clears throat> I don't know where I got this from. I probably from my mom. Okay. But um, that in life, everybody has like a set of lessons that they have to learn. Uh -huh. Like a set of struggles that they have to go through. Uh-huh. And then if you don't, you know, accomplish or finish those struggles, mm. then you're going to just repeat it. Okay. So if, you know, I'm a bad person or if I don't accomplish what I was supposed to do, I'm just yeah. going to keep repeating this life until I finally wow. do. So then when you, you think when you finally get it and say, you know what, okay, here's my purpose. This is what I'm going to do. Then what? You find, you're, you're done? And you become like a Buddha. Gotcha. Like Dalai Lama. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Interesting. That is so great. Um, give me something to think about. Yeah. As long as it leads to, because the whole purpose of religion is to become a better person. Mm -hmm. So I believe in religion itself as in it's good for people, mm -hmm. that people need it. Mm -hmm. But it's just wrong when people are trying to force it upon each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As long as you're like, you don't have to be Jesus, yeah, just yeah. live like Jesus, yeah. you know? But gotcha. It gets, it gets so twisted these days that yeah. I can't be a part of that. Yeah. How, how was your childhood growing up? Did you guys go to church or did um, you, like, how does that, what does that look like? My parents definitely went to, I think, a Christian Asian church. Mm -hmm. They try to make me, it was, it was horrible, like I hated it. I think I went for a little while and then when I finally was able to stay home alone, I hid, I would like go and hide every Sunday so they couldn't find me and they would have to leave by the time. Hilarious. Like, what about your sisters? Did they go? I, no. Hmm. So my sisters are like an eight to 11 years older than me. 
Oh wow! Yeah, so so they were already out of the house. Yeah, or no, they they had the choice to not go. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't have to go. I don't think either of them are religious at all either. Really? Are they here or in California? Um, they're both in California. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. All right. Um. You know, we kind of talked about the media and propaganda at first. Um, this topic is, I guess similar (laughs) Um, celebrities and the entertainment industry what do you feel about that like have you ever wanted to be famous a celebrity Um, what's your view on celebrities and and then how they play how their role is just in America Uh, I think we give way too much power to celebrities here like the standard of beauty is so high these days i just it's like i'm never gonna genetically i can never be what they show on tv Mm, mm -hmm. and it's just it's just i guess the meaning but um like a perfect example would be like kim kardashian okay like the other day she had this article where um she said she weighed 125 and that she was fat and then I was like, 125? I'm 160. How, the, <laughs> right. how am I supposed to be 125 and then have such big boobs? And like, how much how much does your boobs weigh themselves? Like, what? I was just, I just couldn't stop thinking about it that whole day. I texted really? all my friends. Cause I have another friend. To ask them how much they weigh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I have another friend. She's about an inch, no, the same height as me. And uh-huh. she's 120. But she's like the typical... Um, where she's just very thin. Uh-huh. Small I'm frame. Like, yeah. And I'm like, how how are you supposed to get boobs on that and then still be 125? <laughs> like, I was I was I just so I was so like right now I'm just so <laughs> perplexed. And so so did it ever cross your mind that maybe she's lying? Maybe she doesn't weigh 120? Maybe. Because I don't I'm looking at her in my brain and I don't see 120. Because she's kind of tall. But I would think she would tell the truth by really? the second article. You I would think she would tell the truth about <laughs> having a fake ass, fake titty. Like, nothing is real. And you think she's going to tell the truth? I think from, I thought from all the backlash, she'd be like, I'm sorry, guys, I really don't weigh 125. I weigh, like, 145. I don't I, think we'll ever I'll, get the truth out of Kim Kardashian. Maybe Kardashian. I was hoping she was supposed to tell the truth. Hmm. I don't even know if they're telling the truth about that last little baby. What do you mean? Well, because you know they had a surrogate mother, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that this might be Kanye's little baby. But that's just me. Oh. That's me personally. You know, that is not Gia's view. <laughs> the views expressed by me are not hers. That's just what I'm saying, but I don't know. Oh, and then about me being a star? I yeah. Mean- it's like a secret wish, but I wish I wasn't. I wish I would be like a YouTube star. So oh, some okay. people know me, but not everybody. I'm not yeah. hassled by paparazzi. Yeah. But then I can also get in at like the secret dinners or like the secret restaurants and get right. invited to things. Right. I think I would be that. And so, but what though? Like, uh-huh. like what? What? What would you want to be famous for? I don't think I'm good at anything particular. (laughs) I want to be famous for being regular, being basic. Right? 
Well, I, I really, um, I don't know. I've, I've never wanted to be like a celebrity per se, but I have always wanted to be like a great athlete. Mm. Um, I wanted to be like Mary Lou Retton when, when I was younger. She's a, a, a famous gymnast. I wanted to do that. And then before Venus and Serena, um, I wanted to be a tennis player. Oh. Um, so not necessarily famous as in that way, but mm-hmm. I guess, you know, the people that I named, Venus, Serena, they're famous, but they're famous athletes. Yeah, deeply respected. Yeah. So they don't have to get the fake boobs and the fake butt. Oh, they can't if they have to play tennis. Right. They don't have that in the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I agree with you. I do think that we give celebrities way too much credit and I think we do allow them to set the standard for beauty mm-hmm. and for you know um, what's what's popular what to do what not to do and and I think we should take our power back I really do I think that regular ass people should just say you know what no uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. I like weighing 160 <laughs> I know, like, I'm slowly coming to terms with that but it's like always a struggle you look fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> but I also think my Asian culture plays into that. Because mm. when I go to Taiwan, I'm mm-hmm. like super size. Like, like I have to wear the, I have to go into the plus size section. Really? And then sometimes that doesn't even fit. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, yeah. It's, so you have the whole world telling you. Mm-hmm, exactly. But well, you look fine. Uh, please know there's nothing you, wrong with you. <laughs> there's so nothing wrong with you. That, and that's one of the reasons I'm grateful I live in America. Yeah. I think if I lived there, I'd I probably... Do you know there's people that commit suicide to go to that? Are you serious? I, yeah. Because they're bigger than the average? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. And it, it's kind of how the way I grew up too. Like my parents... My little, my nickname used to be Little Fatty. <laughs> oh my God! So, well, the translation um, is like Xiao Pang Pang. Like the, it's literally really? Little Fatty. Until I was like 21. Are you kidding? And that was like, oh my gosh. That was such a mind fuck. Can I say that? Yeah. Mind fuck growing up. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry that that was like, did they even think that that would psychologically like fuck with you? I think that's just their culture. They're yeah. so blunt about any weight gain. Or like, yeah. I, it wasn't until at 21 when I had a, like a crazy crying breakdown in front of them. Really? That they finally just stopped making fun of me. Because oh. they're like, you know, you're beautiful. And then I'm like, what are you talking about? You've been telling me I've been fat since like five. Right. And like, they finally realized the effect that they had. Gotcha. And and how are your sisters? Do they have a smaller frame? Um, the oldest one, yeah, she's itty bitty, very mm. itty bitty. Mm-hmm. The sec, the middle one, she she's she's slim, but she's not like as small as the third one. And I'm the biggest one. Let me ask: Were they born in California as well, or were they born over in? No, um, I think they. Yeah, I think they were. They all have the U.S. passport. Oh, okay. So, so but, they're they're American. Yeah. Okay. Huh. But you know what? They my parents did move back to Taiwan for a little bit, mm-hmm. so my sisters I think went to up to junior high. 
Oh, okay. So that but you never be, lived there. Yeah, no. Gotcha. I never went to school there. I think uh-huh. I lived there for like a year. But. That might have made a, a difference, but just know you are so American and you're so cute. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. And I'm, I'm sorry that, and that's really sad though. Um, but I, I don't think people really realize it until later, like the things that affect you mm-hmm. as, uh, as a child um, and how it affects your view, you know, of yourself or even other people. So. Yeah, Asians are known to be sensitive mm-hmm. or sympathetic. Yeah. So I think that's where that came from. Yeah. Well, cool. All right, so we are on our last subject. And um, I'm wondering this because for me as a black woman, um, I wake up with it. It's, it's every day. It's mm-hmm. nothing new. It's, it's how um, our my people, you know, we grew up with it. So mm-hmm. racism in America. I'm wondering, is this something that you have to deal with as being a, a Taiwanese in America? Do you have, do you see any type of racism from other um, nationalities? Mm, my experience with it being Taiwanese, um, not racism, but sometimes I can feel discrimination, but it can go both ways. Because you know the stereotype of Asians are hard workers, they're super smart. So there's the good stereotypes mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. there are the bad stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Like we're cheap and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, sense the, I sense the discrimination from both ends. And then when you say both ends, like from who? Like what? Like for example, if I'm in a school project, I'm the only Asian one. Okay. You know, it's on, or they automatically want the Asian because they know that they're gonna do most of the work. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, I've had mm-hmm, that plenty. Mm-hmm. And and then on the other side, like um, they don't want to hire me because I'm Asian. I don't blend in with their Caucasian feel. That could, I felt that before. Really? I never, you know, asked straight out. Obviously, they're, they're never going to admit it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get the sense of the feeling when everybody is one color. Yeah. And people that are getting hired is not me, but other, you know, other yeah. the same color. With, yeah. Especially when I have all the, I meet all the criteria mm-hmm. and even more. So, and then that, so you, you mentioned um, white America. So that's from, do you, do you feel any of that from any other ethnicities, like African-American? Do African-Americans treat you a certain type of way? Do um, Hispanic people treat you a different type of way? Um, I think, because I used to work at DSW, uh-huh. and you get, like, everybody, every type of person in there. Um, I feel like with African-Americans, they don't treat me, obviously, of course, they don't treat me like another African-American. They're not as comfortable with me, but Mm. I don't think they hate on me. Mm -hmm, Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. feel that. And what about um, the Hispanic race? Oh, I think Hispanics love Asians. Mm-hmm. I love Hispanics. So <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just my view, but I love them and I feel like they love us. Yeah, I always feel like um, 
I was I was Hispanic in my previous life. Speaking mm-hmm. of previous lives, <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> but um, that's interesting. Let's see me. As far as the different races, um, I feel like his. I feel like Hispanic people um, em- embrace black people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, I don't really know the, uh, the, and I feel horrible about it, but I don't really know uh, the difference between like Chinese people, mm-hmm. Japanese people, oh, yeah. Taiwan. I, I, I don't know, but um, I feel like Asian, the Asian community um, treats uh, black people, I'm not gonna say treats us, African-Americans bad, but view us bad. Mm -hmm. Like we're not um, uh, worthy or um, just not uh, of, um, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Not value, Mm -hmm. like we're not valued. and I only say this because my most of my interactions with Asian people are like in the nail shops or mm-hmm. you know something <laughs> yeah. like that. And I know that yeah. that kind of like a stereotype too, yeah. but that's really been a lot of my only um, experience. Um, so th- those are the you know I mean oh, those nail shops will treat me bad. <laughs> they do. I think it's just I think it's just their culture. Mm. I mean not I mean not the Vietnamese culture, just the nail salon culture. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, um, what was I gonna say? Well, just about the, yeah, the value. I don't know. I don't, oh, I don't feel valued. You know what the, that reminds me, like, what the weird thing is? When I went to Taiwan long ago, so there's like no black people in Taiwan. Okay. Or not that there's no, but it's, I've, I, it's rare to see one. Uh huh. And then when I was hanging out with my cousins who were, who are from there, they don't, they barely speak English uh-huh. or anything. They like ask me like, oh, are there black people in America? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. But like, they, so people in Taiwan don't have that like, that discrimination against black people. Mm. Whereas the Asians here, when they come here, then they suddenly do. Yeah. And that's what the weird, weird thing, yeah. I, I think because they're getting, they get the cues from other people other people like oh yeah those people are not no stay away from them and then and then and then what we also discuss is the propaganda you know you'll you'll see a lot of black people on the news Mm -hmm. you know this person committed this crime and this person did this and did that but we didn't even know who the lady was the police officer that uh, the white police officer that killed the black that murdered him she broke in his house and murdered him we didn't even see her picture for days. Yeah. But that's, I knew she was white because we didn't see her picture immediately. I feel like it's also the media, they're like, these days, well not these days, but recently I feel like they've amped up the racism between white and black. Mm-hmm. Like when there's a shooting, if it's between a white and black person, they'll make sure, like, white shooter, black victim. But if it's between a white and white, they don't even say the race. Mm-hmm. Or like a black man, they don't say the race at all. But it's only when it's between a white and black man, and it's like, why do you, why do you have to say it in mm-hmm. that way? If you're gonna say a race, you should say everybody's race then. Right. Like white man kills white man. Like right. You know, like right. They're making it 
they're making they're building that hate among everybody i think so and it's it's really sad and this is america that we live in um but you know what i think we we as we the people i think we have um the power to change that and i think we should just stop feeding into their bullshit you know mm-hmm. and just be about love and happiness and humanity and like let's do this thing mm-hmm. so it'll happen I'm a firm believer that humanity is not dead. I refuse to believe it. Um, so that that's my uh, that's our five topics. And I thank you so much for sharing your input, for sharing your thoughts. Um, I feel like uh, I, I learned something. I'm so excited about that. And thank you for bringing me some cookies. Yeah, you guys, she brought me some ginger cookies. I'm going to eat them. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to share before we head on out? No, I don't. Just I need to stop watching the news. That's all I <laughs> There you go. Um, and let's, you know, let's all spread some love. So thank you, She Family. Love you guys. Until next time. Well, there you have it. Another She Story. I hope you all enjoyed our last guest and connected with them in some sort of way. If you have a story you'd like to share with the world, hit me up. You can email me at piecesofshe at hotmail.com or DM me on Instagram at pieces.of.she. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Trish.